Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So the pressure is on to remove Claudine Gay as president of Harvard. I will get to that story and then follow up with any pressure on university presidents right here in Indiana. Is it just the ISIS League? I'm sorry, the Ivy League. The question before us is what do we expect from a university president? And do the universities think that we don't have a say? No, they don't have to listen. But the idea that somehow they think we shouldn't be engaged. Well, in the state of Indiana, for example, if money's going to go to universities, I think Hoosiers should be fully aware of what's going on at those universities. I am making no accusation. I am asking a rather pointed question, though. Do we exercise enough, for lack of a better word, oversight regarding what our universities do and whether or not we think it's a value. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. It's no place for us. We shouldn't have a say. Well, I don't, I don't think that's accurate at all. I think it's okay to ask, what is it that they actually are providing? Where do they actually stand up? What is the difference between... Uh, the the allowing of conversation, which I agree with, versus the statements of moral clarity from leadership, which one could argue is a questionable uh, pursuit because some of these uh, leaders have caused questions to be asked. We'll get into that coming up. What I think is uh, a, a top story in Indiana is this from the IBJ, which comes via Bloomberg News. So Lily, excuse me, see, that's the cough. You heard it right there, Producer Jonathan. You thought I was kidding? Whoo! Oh, that is not something you want to do on radio, everybody. Oh, I should have. See, and this is like, should I have taken the day off? And then I'm like, oh, you had a little cough. You took a day off. Well, it is radio. And people are eating breakfast. That's not what they want to hear. Oh. So rough. Um, Lily had, uh, over the last couple weeks, have been having huge, huge gains and, or I should say successes, with, with something called ZepBound, which is for weight loss, and, and they're very excited about it, and it's the future. And, and so people have been talking about it. Taking ZepBound, as reported, for 36 weeks resulted in a 20.9% loss of body weight. Wow. Wow, that's a that's a fair amount of, of weight loss. 
So here's where now they're asking questions. Because people who stopped taking ZepBound, made by Eli Lilly, after about eight months, regained half the weight they'd lost a year later. I don't... And so the stock slipped because of that. And I gotta say, I uh, full disclosure, I own no stock in Eli Lilly directly. Maybe I have a fund that owns Eli Lilly stock, but that that is it. I have no direct connection. If you stop taking the drug, you might gain weight back. Uh, who is surprised by this? After 88 weeks, a group no longer taking the drug after the first eight months had still lost 9.9% of their weight. Those who stayed on the drug the entire time lost an average of 25.3%. I got to tell you, I don't think that's... Outsider looking in doesn't sound like an issue. You stop taking a drug, things, you know, the what that drug does may not have as much of an effect. That sounds normal. That sounds rational. So the stock slid because of this breaking news. You read it and you're like, I don't think that's so much breaking. Just one man's opinion. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Zelensky came to the United States to ask for money. The money is not forthcoming. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. I favor supporting Ukraine in their fight against Russia. I've said it many times, and nothing that has been said has gotten me to stop. But I'm only in favor of the bullets. I'm not in favor of their retirement packages. And the idea that Somehow, we can't engage just on that subject alone is is awkward. But when you hear the one-two punch from Zelensky and Schumer, you don't feel that somehow there's a real desire to get people to change their minds. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn, because there is more. Vladimir Zelensky... saying that Vladimir Putin is inspired by the lack of unresolved issues on Capitol Hill. Let me be frank with you, friends. If there's anyone inspired by unresolved issues on Capitol Hill, it's just Putin and his sick clique. They see the dreams come through when they see the, the delays or some scandals 
and they see freedom to fall when the support of freedom fighters go down. I don't think you're going to get anywhere, President Zelensky, when you come to D.C. and you stand in front of a microphone and say, Putin loves that you're not taking care of us, you're not, that you're not helping these freedom fighters. The approach is wrong. The approach should be, you gave us this, here's what we've done with it, here's why it matters, and here's what we're going to do next. This is why we need your help. The approach should be a thankfulness and also a, an accounting. That should be the approach. If the argument is, you don't have hearts and minds, well, then you got to go win them. This is not it. All you're doing is making Putin happy. That's, that's not an argument. That's a progressive talking point. But I, uh, I clearly repeat myself. Isn't that right, Senator Chuck Schumer? If Republicans keep insisting on Donald Trump's border policies, then they will be at fault when a deal for Ukraine, Israel, and humanitarian aid to Gaza all fall apart. Republicans would be giving Vladimir Putin the best gift he could ask for. Democrats are serious about reaching reasonable bipartisan compromise to pass this package. The question is if Republicans are now willing to do the same. That's not the question. Again, winning hearts and minds. But they, they don't care about actually getting anything funded. They don't care about the border. They care about uh, the uh, presidential election, and they care about mentioning Trump anytime they, they can. Trump's border policies were better than Biden's border policies. This is not debate. You know, on, on Tony Katz today, we, we started doing uh, Border Week, and, and we're, we're, we're talking about it, and we've got more interviews coming uh, today. And there are multiple places, multiple steps that we have to do the work multiple pieces to this puzzle. But don't tell me anything Biden's doing is working and don't tell me that wanting some Trump era policies like remain in Mexico is the problem. That's unserious. But how does any of this connect to the border? Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, has been very clear. Ukraine funding is going to go in tandem with border, with border funding. Now, they didn't do this with Israel funding. And you're right. That's playing politics. Okay, now what? I'm just saying what it is. They're playing politics absolutely positively true. But you have to deal with your reality. And Chuck Schumer has no interest. And seemingly Vladimir Zelensky is taking that path. No one cares if you want it your way, Chuck. Republicans still, no matter how slim the majority, control the House. And they've made clear that they're not going to do it. So now what? Complain about Trump border policies? They were better policies. Go ask America. I, I, it, it is a very, very odd way to go about getting uh, your result. Or maybe I should say it differently. It proves that they don't want the result that you and I want. 
which is a better border situation. A better policies, a more streamlined approach. They want the issue, they don't want to fix it. And you'll hear from my conversations this week about Border Week presented by Americans for Prosperity that that's that's a huge part of this. There's no real desire to fix. The problem is better. It's pretty horrific stuff. Now, there is a report that tomorrow, wait, today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, today's Tuesday. Can I tell you with the cold, I literally don't know which end is up. I I don't, uh, like last night is the first night I have slept more than four hours in, in a week. Um, which was which which was lovely, uh, fantastic, and I have, I have been eating everything in sight, Matt Bear, over the past week. Like it, it doesn't matter what it is. What I usually do, whatever. God, uh, Chinese food. Ask me if I've eaten the Chinese food. Have you eaten Chinese food, Tony? All the noodles, Just all noodles. the chow fun, kids. Ate it all. Done. Ask me if if I've had the cake. Have you had the cake? Oh, oh, Matt Bear. I've eaten so much, so much cake. I had uh, Circle City Sweets, Cindy Hawkins Circle City Sweets uh, for, for my anniversary. It's an anniversary gift, uh, a Casada cake, which was our wedding cake. I had it made for my, for my wife, and we've been having, uh, still having leftovers uh, on that. Ask me, ask me if I've had the Tootsie Rolls. Have you had any Tootsie Rolls? Of course not. I'm not a no. filthy animal. What the hell is wrong with you? What a silly I, uh, question. When you have a cold, I thought you lose your appetite. Um, starve a fever, feed a cold. Starve a fever, feed a cold. Okay. I did not know that. Well, as as you know, I have seen three episodes of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. So I'm a, I'm a, I am a licensed physician at this point. I should have watched that, not House. Oh, yeah. You can't watch House. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got the diseases no one ever heard of. Right. I'm talking about how you deal with a cold. You don't want any of that. You don't want, No. You don't want any of that. If you have to see House, you're already dead. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you're already in the ground. That is science. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's just been crazy. And I think it's because I'm just trying to engage a little bit of self-soothing that the eating feels good. And I've, I've just eaten everything under, un, under the sun. Everything under the sun. And you're just eating there. comfort food right now. You're not eating anything that's healthy. You're getting into the Chinese food, the ice cream, all that, right? Well, no, I mean, yeah. 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 That's okay. I mean, if you feel bad, eat, eat bad. There's nothing wrong with that. And enjoy yourself. I mean, you have a cold. It sucks, so you might as well get a little bit of pleasure out of it. Yeah. This is... Yeah, but I, I don't I don't feel it. Now I see myself in a mirror. I'm like, oh, dang. Look what's happened to me. This is a mess. No, give yourself time. You got to be uh, good I mean, to yourself, like, man. I'm still hot. But the point is... <laughs> I, I, can, I can feel it, though. Whew, this has been rough. I don't even know how this comes up. I do wish oh, I had your uh, hair. Because I forgot what day it was. That's it. Um, the U.S. House may very well on Wednesday vote on formalizing the Biden impeachment inquiry. And the talk about impeachment is starting to build in a very serious way. I've given it a 50-50 that this House of Representatives will impeach. I'm still there. It's 50-50. But watch what happens later this week. We'll be covering it. Insanity, 
gets even more insane because the books have never been banned. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything going on with me and what we're doing over at TonyKatz.com. You can become a subscriber. We'd love to have you over there. TonyKatz.com. The books that have been moved out of school libraries are not banned books. They're books that parents have clearly stated this is sexual in, in, in uh, its content, it's graphic, it's not meant for an eight-year-old. That's not a banned book. I mean, you could be on the political left and disagree with me about whether the book should be there or not, which is weird enough, but to call it banned, you're a freak. You deserve all the derision you get. You should be laughed at in public. It's not a banned book. Grow up. So now, Barnes & Noble. Somebody took a photo and said, shout out to Barnes & Noble for their banned book section. It literally says banned books. And it's the books that people have said, this shouldn't be around an eight-year-old because, you know, it shows cartoon depictions of sex and, and, and things like that. Maybe for an eight-year-old, they shouldn't be seeing. It's right there in the Barnes & Noble. Banned books. Somebody noticed that a book that's not there is to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. That was Dr. Seuss. Do you remember that book? That book is not available at Barnes & Noble because of some of the caricatures and drawings in the book being offensive to Asians and to others. That's an actual banned book by Barnes and Noble, and none of these leftists are going to go, hey, that book should be allowed. By the way, that book should be allowed. Maybe not in a school library, though. A book that offends is a book that offends. That doesn't mean that you get rid of the book. But parents saying, hey, my eight-year-old shouldn't have access to a cartoon depiction of oral sex or fisting? Yeah, that's fine. And if you think that's a banned book, you're weird as hell. You're not good. You're not decent. You're not smart. You're not on the, on the side of, of freedom. You're just a weird person. And that's true whether you're one of these progressives at the Hamilton uh, Library or you're John Green or anybody else. When they banned or they moved, I should say, John Green books, I said, I don't think you should have to get rid of a, of a John Green book in the, in the school library. I don't think you have to move it out of young adult. And if he had just said, guys, the, I think you're, you're overshooting there on your policy, he would have been much more effective And then saying, I wouldn't be caught alive or dead in Fishers, Indiana. What an awful thing to say. What an awful thing to say. He could have made himself part of a conversation that was actually helpful. He went back and tried to do that, but you already already did the ridiculous thing. You gotta, I mean, you're, you're a guy who works with words. Come on. But he had every right to say, my books are not things that should be taken out of a young adult section. As a matter of fact, I kind of helped really build out the genre. I think he can, I think to it, to at a level like him or not, he can, he can make that argument. Paper towns, turtles all the way down. Is it, is it paper towns? Is that the name? I want to get it right. Turtles all the way down. Th- those, those books, you know, he could say that, but 
hold yourself to the standard and, and, and address it. And address honestly that none of these books are banned. You can clearly go buy them. But it's okay that they're not in a school library. And if you demand that they're in a school library, and that's the only way you can really prove that these books aren't banned, you're weird, and you want to sexualize kids, and you're weird, and you shouldn't be in charge, and you're weird. You are weird. And thank goodness, thank goodness, there are people out there standing up to you to discuss how wrong you are and actually ensuring that kids get to be kids and not sexualized by a bunch of freaks. Said it, meant it, not apologizing for it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. In the conversation about this economy, the White House wants to tell you how things are better. As a matter of fact, there'll be people in the press who who will tell you with without question. It's clearly true, objectively true. Whatever you feel about that, the average person is kind of like getting told about billionaires all the time and then going to the grocery store and finding things are way more expensive. And it's utterly screwed up. And then, look, politics is perception, but the cost of living issue is real. And we did take low inflation for granted for a long time. You know, you don't hear a lot from the MMT crowd on the far left and said, oh, none of this matters. You can keep spending all the money you want. It does have an impact. That said... Biden's got a good story to tell about the economy. It is objectively true that our country is better off economically than we were certainly three years ago. Three years ago is a very specific number and one used to reference the start of COVID and the start of the lockdowns. But that isn't where people go about uh, making their, their declaration about are we better? Are you better off than you were four years ago, which is the famous Reagan line, meaning in the days of Donald Trump, the answer is no. No, you are not. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. This is the Wall Street Journal. The cost of renting versus owning. So if you were to take a look at a lease payment, this is an average lease payment. So is it one bedroom or is it two bedroom uh, on an apartment or a home? Can't answer that question. But the average lease payment in America in 2006 was $1,370. In 2016, it was $1,705. So 1370 to 1705. That's a that's an increase for sure. In 2000 and 23, third quarter of 2023, it's $2,184. To give you an, a comparison, in the first quarter of 2021, it was $1,784. It had gone down. So it went from 1784 to 2184 That's $400 over the course of the last two years just as a, as a way of comparison. 
the rental prices have gone up. A new home payment, average monthly new home payment, fourth quarter of 2021 was just under $2,000, $1,994. Average monthly new home payment, $1,994. Right now, third quarter 2023, $3,322. From 1994 to 3300 So let's just call it 2000 shall we? From 2000 to 1300 bucks in two years. This is I, I, this was really well done. This comes from uh, CBRE research. The data assumes a 10% down payment and includes private mortgage insurance because some people not having the credit are paying that PMI, and PMI sucks because it's not tax deductible. I, I, I went through it in the early days. It stinks to high heaven. I'm with you. When you lose the PMI because... You've got yourself established, man, it's a good feeling. Because it's like $150, $200 a month you get back in your life, and that's real money. These numbers are huge. Now, you say to me, well, people were used to low inflation. Now, the inflation is higher. It's not historically, you know, in, in the outrageous camp. It's just high. I'm not disagreeing that historically interest rates and other things aren't out of the realm. The argument here is what has the Biden team done to this economy and why would you then dare tell me that they've got a story to sell? They don't have a story to sell. They've got real issues that Americans are dealing with. Why not address that? Home ownership has become hard as hell. Hard as can be. The average monthly new home payment is $3,300. I ask you, is your mortgage $3,300? Full disclosure, mine is not. When I looked at buying a house, was this six months ago now? Yeah, maybe maybe it was a little bit less, but let's call it six months ago. Oh, we could afford it? But looked at that number and said, "I'm I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep. We'll keep my dollars in my pocket. Thank you. Okay, the house will be a little bit smaller. That's cool. We're fine. Thank you, Cleveland. Good night. This is where Americans are living. Not on some t- with some TV talking head saying better. He's done great work in three years. No, no, no. This is the real world. The average lease payment is over $2,100. The average home payment is over $3,300. These are incredible highs. That's what the Biden team refuses to focus on.